Hey guys, so we had some technical tomfoolery happen, and so we're going to have a break in releasing after this episode. It'll just be for a week. Thank you for your patience with us, and we're trying. Thanks again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Looking for Love and All the Wrong Dust Jackets, a show where three cool deranged harpies, or whatever Danny calls us, talk to you about whatever we like in romance, whether that's books, movies, TV shows, whatever we're feeling. My name's Liz. I'm Danny. I'm Wiggles. And welcome to the episode. Today, we are talking to you about the new movie that just came out, Anyone But You. But before we talk about anything, I just got to get the warning out of the way. Let the people know that we are crass and unhinged and, you know, not the most ladylike. So if you're offended by swearing or talking about the naughty times, uh, you've been warned. This ain't the one for you. Nah. Especially not this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So. What have you guys been up to, though? Tell me what's going on in your lives. All right. Well, I've read and done quite a few things, so I'm just going to dole them out on later episodes for a lot of it, and I'm only going to tell you about one. You get one. <laughs> and that is going to be To Charm a Night by Linda Kay. It was one of my uh, pick-it-up-in-a-thrift-store finds, and I kind of regretted it because uh, I didn't look at the author name, and my mom's name is Linda Listen. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, anywho, so this book is about a assistant whose boss is like a megalomaniac, only he doesn't really do bad things, mostly, and she's dealing with his idiosyncrasies, and he's decided to buy a medieval castle because he's obsessed with the Middle Ages and shit, and he somehow finds a real wizard to take them back in time because he's finding it impossible to fix up his medieval castle and he thinks if he gets a special amulet and brings it to the castle that he, that will remove the curse mm-hmm. and so imagine like a 2000s like early 2000s girl boss trapped in the middle ages she's not having a great time no no Never. but she she finds this knight and he agrees to help her on her quest kind of it's a, it was i mean i'll be honest i give it a 2 It's probably 2.5. I'll give it that much. But like it was very cyclical. You thought it was going to be more spicy than it was. And then when it did have spice, you were kind of like, fine. So, um, you know, not my my best find at a thrift store. But there you go. So she doesn't end up with her megalomaniac boss. She ends up with a medieval knight. I can't say without ruining it. But yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. It's a little too well tied up with a bow, too, where you're like, meh. There's not enough drama for you? <laughs> and I don't even, well, there's plenty of that. But, uh, you know, she just, they he finds his person, she finds her person, and they find a way to make that a happy ending. Anyway, like, you could, if you're going to bring me back in time, and I'm going to find myself a man, he better be Jamie level tier quality of man. I'm not selling for some fucking asshole. Yes. Uh, 
Jamie from Outlander. Yes, Jamie from Outlander. Okay, okay, I didn't know what you were talking okay, about. Let me just there, find so. a picture just so you know. Yeah, it's he's important. he's hot. He he respects women way more than even some modern men do. He's got to be taught a few lessons. Um, oh, he is pretty. Yeah. You know, but Claire Claire trains him. She does. Gets him well trained up. And he, he'll uh, he'll take a bullet for you. Or ten. Because that man gets beat up a lot. Yeah, he does. Fair enough. <laughs> he gets in the shit a lot. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not know how to mind his business. <laughs> 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 anyway, Danny, what'd you do? So I'm not going to lie. I needed a break from romance. That's a good choice sometimes. And I honestly was watching TikTok because, of course, I was. And... There was a book mentioned and I went, hmm, you seem interesting. So I got the audiobook because of course I did. And so it's called um, The Book That Wouldn't Burn oh. by Mark Lawrence. And so basically it's a it's a story in a distant land, whatever and everything, where there is a kind of enchanted library. Mm-hmm. 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 And there is some children that were sucked into this mechanism. Um, at different points in time, and they were all spat out together in this library. Okay. They cannot get out of this library. Mm. And it is bigger than a city. And so that's happening. Why do and you want then... to leave is my question. <laughs> because they're trapped. And then they and have been for th- their entire lives. Then when they got spat out, they were gone for centuries. And then when they got spat out, they were the exact same age as they were when. when so some Narnia shit. In. Yeah, it's yeah. some Narnia shit. And then on the other side of things there is a little girl who's been living out in they call it the dust um which is basically a barren wasteland where they can only grow grow beans and um they have one well and there's creatures that will destroy you out there and everything um anyway they get attacked by the creatures and she is taken by them along with a bunch of other children from her village and um they are rescued by people from the city and brought to the city and she is brought in to become a librarian and they end up communicating with each other this boy one of the boys that has been spat out into the library and her end up communicating over time and space through books and everything so far it's very good i'm not that far into it it's like a 22 hour audiobook ah. um but so far i'm i'm quite enjoying it it's described wonderfully <laughs> Nice. everything is described wonderfully like there's these stacks that they apparently as kids thought it was really funny to knock over but it could legit kill them because that's how many books there are there are skyscrapers of books fascinating it does sound very interesting it i does. won't lie mm-hmm. and then also in the last couple of days because i find it very relaxing i've also been listening to the lord of the rings audiobook that's fair mm. i think if i were to consume them again and i do think i'm due for a read through again because I honestly can't tell the difference between the movies and the books anymore because I associate the books with the movies so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would have to do an audiobook. Like, I just don't think I can sit there and stare at those words again. <laughs> I love Lord of the Rings, but they are very hard to read. They are dense. Is yes. With the not necessarily necessary rest- <laughs> information. <laughs> <Very much so>. <laughs> <laughs> I am multiple hours into the audiobook, and they have just now gotten to the point where Tom Bombadil leaves them. So I watched an interesting TikTok about that, where like I hate him. I don't hate him, but I like I'm like we spend way too much time on him. Can we move on? Mm-hmm. And then now I'm gonna have to reevaluate it. 
because granted i read these in high school but the, uh, apparently tom bombadil is like one of the m- most powerful beings mm-hmm. in the entire universe and i was like oh now that you say that actually though <laughs> and they're like but he's just adhd and so hard that he can't do anything <laughs> yeah, to he help can't. anybody he'll just constantly be like well that was cool bye <laughs> And a little arrogant because he's like, oh, Tom Bombadil. Oh, yeah, he's got his own jam. Yeah. He's like, Jason Derulo. Only it's Tom Bombadil. (laughs) So it's Tom Bombadillo. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, Liz, what have you been up to? I have finished the audiobook for Walking in a Witchy Wonderland by Juliet Cross, purely because Wiggles said uh, on the on one of the last episodes that she'd finished it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I also have that audiobook. And it is <laughs> <laughs> just there. I could listen to it. So I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a three. Like, yeah. it's chill. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I would not I would not read or listen to it um, if you haven't read the series, because then you're just going to be like, what does this mean? It, what is? It would mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I also needed a romance break. So I read Iron Widow by Shuang Jie Zhao, uh, which is a YA sci-fi novel. Um, the tagline that she uses a lot, the author, is um, Pacific Rim meets Handmaid's Tale. Uh, not, yeah, Handmaid's Tale. And that is probably pretty accurate. Hmm. I liked it a lot. It's like a 4.5 for me. It's young adults, uh, like 18, 19, who are recruited into the army to pilot these giant mech, Jaeger, Gundam, whatever term you want to use, uh, machines to defend against this alien invasion. Um, and the boys are the pilots and the girls are the concubine violets. And yes, that means probably what you think it means. And they often will die in battle. The, the girls like they, they are chi or key. I can't remember which one she uses. I think he gets absorbed and they die. And so our main character is like, this is wrong. <laughs> and she just starts like then murdering. Uh, she like murdered one of the male pilots and then gets like stuck with another one who's super powerful. And they're like, both trying to bring down the system in a classic YA fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed it. And I'm excited for the sequel, which I think is coming out sometime in 2024. Sometime. I'm a little nervous because a lot of the books that I've read recently that, that like came out somewhere between 2020 and 2023, mm-hmm. all their sequels are coming out this year. And I'm I know. Like, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's what I did. Woohoo! Awesome. So, um, in lieu of fun facts for this movie, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Much Ado About Nothing, which this is supposedly based off of. I mean, it, it kind of is, but it also mostly isn't. Um, one important distinction is that there's no villain in this movie. And really, the, the villain in Much Ado About Nothing is not the one who gets called the villain. I don't want to get heated, but fuck Claudio. And that's all I have to say about that. But anyway, so there's a character whose name is Don John and he's the prince's brother and he just wants to fuck shit up. And so the whole like miscommunication that happens during that the entire plot is him going, so why don't you pretend to fuck Hero at her window? And Claudio will be like, no, my bride. And then he'll be like... I won't marry you anymore. And uh, so that's the much ado of the about nothing. 
Also, like, you can kind of tell that they tried to make some of the characters based on characters in the play. You know, B is Beatrice, Ben is Benedict, uh, Hallie is, I believe, supposed to be Hero, Claudia is Claudio, um, Pete, I assume, is supposed to be the prince, and then the parents are just sort of like all the other weird shit. Like, <laughs> there's this uh, bumbling sheriff character who has, like, a whole speech about how one of the villains who in this whole plot uh is has called him an ass so like you should also pay attention to the fact that they did this plot but get it on record they did call me ass and that's like his whole shtick because shakespeare's got to have a weird guy in like every play so um yeah yeah he does yeah i think you could maybe make the argument that the i still don't know what his actual name is the thor character is uh is the night watchman Bo Bo there's a lot of B names in this movie yeah yes. um and then Margaret you could say is Margaret but she's maybe sort of one of Don John's men also in her involvement level but there you go so um <laughs> you know I wouldn't get too worried and worked up about this being based off uh, Much Ado About Nothing because it's mostly not. It's mostly just bickering people. And they were like, yeah, make that a movie. (laughs) I will say it worked, though. It did. I loved it. It really did. I liked it. I'm really glad I didn't know it was supposed to be based off of Much Ado going in because I don't know if I would have spent the whole time looking for Much Ado into it. I also think it's interesting the placement of some of the lines that they choose to use. Like one of the one of the vows, I guess, um, that they give is something along the lines of I have I love you with so much of my heart. There's none left to protest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that speech comes when uh, Benedict and Beatrice are confessing to each other that, hey, maybe this like weird thing that's happening between us is actually a thing. But that's also right after Hero is accused of adultery at her own fucking wedding and is thrown about a bit and her dad threatens to kill her. So, you know, different vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is no murder or threat of murder no. in this movie. No. no. So, yeah. But anyway, so let's let's talk about this movie. What'd you think? It was surprisingly really funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I think we were um, like straight up cackling in the movie theater. I'm sure everybody loved it. I realized, um, because I haven't been to a lot of movies since COVID, um, I'm maybe not any more capable of being in public and watching a movie like that. I was (laughs) like, at one point, (laughs) I involuntarily said to one of the lines, I was like, rude. (laughs) And I was like, shit. You're supposed to be quiet in the movie theater. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> Which I feel terrible. They went to the movie together. Mm-hmm. I did not go with them. Mm-hmm. That is not their fault. Mm-hmm. That is my fault. Mm-hmm. Because I got a text from them that says, hey, do you want to go to the movie on, I don't know, Tuesday or something? Yeah. And my response is, I went this morning. You know, here's the dealio. That would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It would have been a bit weird. But fine. Except we had talked about going together. I forgot. So. I'm a horrible person. I know. I'm sorry. Dishonor on you and dishonor on your cow. Indeed. I went to the movie and then, of course, I do the typical Danny thing, which is I go to the movie and then I pick the very corner top seat so that everybody stays away from me. That's too far away from me. I don't like sitting in the back. I just go with what I feel. 
if that if that top corner seat is open, I'm like, mine, mine, stay away from me. Too far away. I try to find the place that's in the medium area, but as far away from other people as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's the number one priority, as I don't want to sit by anybody else. Correct. Yes. I also like that seat because there's no seats in front of it. Mm. And so I can just like spread out, do the man spread. <laughs> okay. Okay, Danny. Okay. I don't man spread my legs, but I stretch them out. You do what you got to do. I'm not going to judge you. You're judging a lot. I see. I feel the Wiggles judgment. Yeah, but my judgment's like really low key. I'm not going to do anything with it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I had a really good time. I was not I was not anticipating having that good of a time. Like I was just like, this is a thing we're going to do. Right. And it'll probably be bad. Like I, I went into, maybe that's part of why I liked it so much is I went into it with very low expectations. Same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that the trailer really did it justice. No. I mean, I thought it looked amusing. Yeah. I mean, it looked fine. But, you know, my anticipation levels were, like, really brought down by Best Christmas Ever. And I was just like, you know, if it's better than that, at least. (laughs) (laughs) We should maybe actually do a rundown of what the movie is about. We did not do that. Oh, sure. Um, I guess, like, here's the big spoiler ahead moment. You know, like, if you're going to go see the movie, this is might not it might not still be in theaters by the time this comes out but if it is and you're still gonna go see it go do that come back we'll be here okay danny take it away all right so um the movie is about a girl and a guy who have a little meet cute they end up talking and then they spend all fucking day together and then they spend all fucking night together cuddling and talking but no fucking from what i can see no from what i can tell they did not fuck we don't even see them kiss that night no No, but she falls asleep in his arms on the couch it looked very snuggly Mm -hmm. i would hate it um anyway (laughs) (laughs) different vibes (laughs) but anyway so she wakes up before him and she panics a bit and is like, oh, my God, I got to get the fuck out of here. So she runs down the street. She calls her sister. And then her sister's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she was like, right, you're right. And then she turns around to go back. Well, in the meantime, his friend has come into his apartment and he's giving him shit. He's like, oh, my God, she stayed the night. You talked about your mom. You're in love. And his stupid boy defense mm-hmm. is to pull some random bullshit and say she was you know all this horrible stuff Mm -hmm. she overhears it because she walked up to the door what here's my question to pete why don't you know how to shut a door when you walk into somebody's house i mean same (laughs) yes but anyway so time passes i think it was like three months to the bar yes to the bar something, I think, something like, that. like that like not a long it's not amount a time. long amount of time but it was like i don't know i think it was like three months later to they get to this bar scene anyway so she he meets up with his his really good friend it's pete's sister and he meets her new girlfriend as it turns out her new girlfriend is b's sister mm-hmm. so then he meets her that night and they hate each other yeah they talk so much shit it's really fun to watch and then time passes again we don't it's not clear how much but i i am assuming a considerable amount of time i think it's like at least a year i think i thought they mentioned it was like two years or something yeah yeah like it's a considerable a very respectable amount of time the girls are engaged they're getting married in sydney at their stepdad's place 
Yes, yes at yes. Claudia's stepdad's place. Claudia's stepdad's place. And so they're flying to the wedding and to do this. Well, she has now since broken up with her fiance. Um, she is quitting law school. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of misunderstanding happening. And they're, everybody is concerned that these two are going to ruin fucking everything because they hate each other. Mm-hmm. And they decide that they are going to try to get them together to try to get peace really badly really badly they're horrible at it but anyway they try so b and ben are like they're trying to do this let's pretend so that we don't ruin everything well and also because b's ex-fiance shows up because her parents invited jonathan yeah to try to get them back together and so it was also a cover for her to like not deal with that yes it's just, and also she wanted to make, what's her name again? Margaret. Margaret. She wanted to make Margaret jealous because he wants her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben wants Margaret, Claudia's and Pete's cousin. Yes. Yeah. Back. Yeah. But so, and then hilarity ensues. Sure does. Yeah. I will say I do. I know we already talked about the comedy, but I do appreciate that they really like lived up to the farcical nature of it mm-hmm. because those conversations where they're like trying to, where were the different family members are trying to like have those loud conversations to force people to overhear mm-hmm. um were just hilarious like pete and his stepdad were so fucking funny together stepson i the moment he was like yes stepson i was like oh for fuck's sake yeah. when it comes back around at the wedding and pete goes ha ha I, <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore i was like just 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 shut up, Pete. God at least it. at that point, they were trying to be obvious, yeah. but no. like, fuck me. Well, the, and I will give credit to that. That is like that. Not necessarily those words, obviously, but that that idea is very prevalent in yeah. the play. Yes. And so I was very happy to see that. I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I needed that. Well, and there's a lot of just really absurd moments, like the spider down his shorts when they're hiking. See, so here's another aspect to the comedy about it is that they did not suffer anybody to not be a fool in this show. Correct. And like, (laughs) and the thing is, like a lot of times in these rom-coms, there's like at least one person who's the more sane one. Like you could make the argument for, say, the proposal that Sandra Bullock seems like the same one and then you realize she's fucking crazy. And then <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is the one that's like holding it all together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and no, it was like everybody's crazy. Everybody's yeah. crazy. They're, they're, they're good for each other. Mm-hmm. God, when he fucking whips off all of his clothes looking for another spider. To be fair, I understand that. If there's a huge <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I Australian um, hunter spider, which I learned because I actually watched an interview with Sydney Sweeney the actress that plays B and one of the late night shows. And she was saying that this hunter spider, which is the the size of her palm, like she holds the whole thing and it's like the size of her hand. Mm-hmm. It's a real spider. Yes. It's, it's a real spider. Uh, apparently at one point, the screaming that she's doing is real. And I don't know if the, what they used in the movie is real because it was actually biting her hand. <gasps> yeah. No. Oh my God. Yeah. Are, are they like poisonous? Well, I'm sure the one that she had wasn't. You're not going to give somebody a poisonous spider. I don't know. They do dumb shit in Hollywood sometimes. I mean, I yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> he just whips off all his fucking clothes because she stuck her hand down his pants. 
because they were trying to give give attention. They were not good at it. That whole awkward butt grabbing scene. I was like, what the fuck? Well, so here's the thing about Beatrice and Benedict. Uh, that is maybe a little bit different than in this movie. It's they are supposed to be the wittiest two in their entire like social circles, right? Sure. So part of the reason people tolerate their like arguing back and forth is because they find it hilarious because the things that they're saying are so witty and sharp and mean. Mm-hmm. And these two, I swear to God, are some of the dumbest people I've ever met. <laughs> like I'm just like, okay, whenever. In the history of ever, have you been out with a couple and they fully went hand down the backside <laughs> right, like, in front of everybody? All of the way in there. Like, who are you? Like, you're no like, this will sell it. Let me go up in the crack. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you're making, you're out here making choices that the math ain't math and none. So I do need to talk about the star of the show, that koala bear. Oh, <laughs> that was hilarious. He was Pete was so focused on that fucking koala. You know, I feel like Pete deserves justice. No, no love was spread to him. That yeah, feels he wrong. didn't end up with anybody. Even Jonathan and Margaret got together at the end. Yeah, and in my opinion, Pete was the only one who didn't have his head up the ass like the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was also fucking flighty. His head might not have been up his ass, but it was like up in the clouds and shit for oh, most yeah. of it. That like they never show him doing it, but that man is stoned nonstop. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. They showed the dads doing it, but not him. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, "Did you steal that from Pete? Like, where did you get it from?" <laughs> oh gosh! And I'm like, also, bro was really cute. <laughs> like, oh, he yeah. was. Like he you're was out here, like Margaret. You know who's single, and you don't have to worry about. Oh, that's her cousin. I was like, that's her cousin. That's her cousin. He literally <laughs> says that at one point. We are not sweet home alabama this. <laughs> he literally <laughs> says at one point, I can't talk that way about my cousin. It's true. I just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. I'm going to slightly transition this because every time I think of Margaret, I think of that first opening shot, right? Where we first meet her and she's fully chesticles out. Yeah. Right? They're just, the nips are nipping. <laughs> She's got, she's defying gravity, which is impressive. Um, <laughs> I was impressed by the bikini. That that After bikini was telling lies. What was that? That was a postage stamp, basically. And well, and I'm like, that's an that's your aunt, ma'am. <laughs> like the fuck you doing? Put your titties away. <laughs> I I tell you what, I don't. I'm never gonna be free and loose enough to be out there with my titties hanging out in front of my aunts. Yeah, no never gonna happen i will say so that was a moment in the movie when i was like you know i knew the movie was rated r mm-hmm. i did however i did not expect the nudity that we did it with showed him. up in surprising spots yes. i the the first nudity which was margaret and uh-huh. her tatas out i was like oh okay that's fine yeah the other tatas in the sex scene i was like sure, makes sense yeah. Yeah. yeah the one i was not ready for <laughs> i know exactly at all <laughs> This one bows fucking showing his penis to bed. And he just shows the head. I, I know. And I was like, the fuck, bro? He didn't know. I was, was like, oh, oh my. I wasn't yeah. ready. I also didn't need to see it. I, uh, that is. That's not the part I wanted to see. No. no. Show it all or none. Thank you. This weird, like, shy surprise. Look at the donut in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
was not what I had in mind. <laughs> that was a very a moment where I was like, I can't tell if this is a very missed opportunity because I didn't go to the move this movie with the girls, or if it's better that I didn't because I can't imagine sitting next to the two of you. There was no chill in that moment, <laughs> and we tried because there was a a moderate amount of people in the theater with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we would have gone with you at like what 10 in the fucking morning like you did I went at 10 25 a.m. that it would have been more raucous because there would have been less people to offend yeah there was like five other people in the theater with me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. the other person there was like two people in the same row as I was and all three of us went oh at the same time (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you don't think it's gonna happen you're like oh we're gonna turn and see his butt great well and here's the thing I knew he was talking about his dick. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was very obvious very that obvious. he was talking about his dick. Yeah. Those, like, not, again, Ben was kind of stupid because I was like, okay, like, you can't even read the context. Right. Like, the, they're not that bad of metaphors for the schlong. Yeah. No. I mean, the first one I was like, huh? And then when he did another one, I was like, oh, okay, he's talking about his dick. Well, I mean, I don't remember what any of them are, and I wish I did, but they're idioms or whatever mm-hmm. for the peen. That we don't use in America because they're in Australia. But it's like, bro, what else could he possibly be talking about at this point? Read the room. (laughs) I also want to talk about before we fully depart from the nudity. Mostly because, again, going back to that initial bathing suit and me going, in what universe? (laughs) What Barbie doll was this made for? Throughout this entire movie, some disrespect was shown to the Tatas. Like they kept shoving B into these, like her, her first thing when she's out of the beach, then like you can see her falling out of her, her yeah. bra cup. And I'm oh, like, really? could you get her a bra that fits? My God. Yeah. There was a lot of things where she was practically falling out of them. And I was like, what is, I mean, there were a couple dresses that she wore where I was like, this is a family vacation. Right. Why is there so much cleavage? Well, the the one at the beginning was the one that offended me the most because, like, if you're, like, falling out underneath your bra, that doesn't fit you. That doesn't yeah. fit you. Uh, but also, just in general, like, she was walking around in stuff that, like, again, you're like, this is a family vacation. Yeah. You're making choices that I wouldn't have the confidence to ever. And not even confidence. Maybe, that's not the right word. I wouldn't have the balls. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, ooh. <laughs> Granted, I know it's not, I mean, technically kind of they're her family, but not. But I almost feel like that makes it worse. It her does parents worse. are there. Her parents are her there. Her parents are there, yes. It 1,000% makes it worse. And then on top yeah. of it, like, when her ex-fiance that she doesn't want to get back with shows up, like, then wouldn't you be like, uh, my initial instinct would be like, well, I need to be wearing more clothing now. But <laughs> yeah, that's just I, I me. would. I do like that they didn't make him a bad guy. Yeah. He's just a dumbass. It's not even that he's no. a dumbass. He's just not the person for her. Oh, I was talking about Ben. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Ben's kind of a, he's a little bit of a dumbass. Yeah, he's a little bit of a dumbass. But no, I was Jonathan. talking about her. Jonathan, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan was honestly super respectful. Jonathan. Sorry, I do. I <laughs> no, because like, it just do you know what I watched last night? The D&D movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is going to haunt me forever. I'm going to be like, Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> literally that was what i thought oh jonathan okay we can get back to it oh, God. <laughs> if i didn't say it once it would be painful oh yeah no that had to be in anyway so i just because it would have been really easy 
to make him the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, he cheated. He did this. And it's just that she doesn't feel that fire with him. They don't ever fight about anything. You know, it's not that they had a bad relationship. It's just not the relationship that she needs. Well, Mm -hmm. and he was super sweet the whole time, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, he was apologizing when he realized her parents didn't tell her. Mm -hmm. And he was just kind of, like, keeping his distance, not pushing. I'm like, that's... That's a nice man. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's the addedness, the added part of it that like he has literally grown up with both her yeah. and her sister. Yes. So they are essentially like he's always been included as part of the family, even before they started dating. So, yes, of course, he would want to be at his at her sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I appreciate the fact that they didn't turn him into some asshole for no reason. Yes. Because there are definitely definitely times where it's like, it's not even that they don't get along. It's not anything to do with that. It's just not the appropriate relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, you know, they've been together since high school and they're mid-20s now. So at some point, it's also just like, what else sometimes. is out there? Well, and sometimes you just grow out of a relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I also liked that... <laughs> You know, he he could have easily become the, the like, Don John character. Yeah. And I kind of was like, hey, I'm grateful that you didn't go there. Like, leave that leave that on the cutting room floor. That's fine. Well, I suppose we should actually talk about B and Ben, though. Surely. Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to start with this one. Uh, I do think it's funny that throughout the whole thing, they were talking about how there's, like, this age difference between them. <laughs> Right. And and you're like, listen, um, my tastes clearly run older because I was like, oh, he looks really young. <laughs> he's our age. I the know. actor is, at least. I thought I was just like, oh, he seems doesn't he, like he would pass for twenties to me personally. <laughs> like when they're like, right. no one's twenty nine. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like fucking thirty three or something. The actor, anyway. Yeah. And I think the actress that plays B is mid twenties, probably accurate to the actual character. I think so. Um, I sh- I mean, she plays a high schooler on Euphoria, so who knows? Oh, I, I looked it up. She was born in ninety seven. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So she's twenty six. Yeah, because so, she's ten years younger than I am. So like, that's really go. not that big of an age difference. No, not at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I also thought it was really funny that they had that running joke, but then nobody ever actually figured out their ages in right. the movie. <laughs> I do like that. They just were like, hmm, no, you don't get to know that. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay. Well, so I had I had that thought. I was like, oh, he, he's, he doesn't seem that much older. And then I also had the thought of like, but her dad can still get it. McDermott <laughs> <laughs> Mulroney or whatever the yes. actor's name is. I always confuse him with Dylan McDermott for some reason. They don't look alike. No, just have no, the same not name. At all. They're just both Dylans. Uh, no, they're not. They're both Dermots. They're both Dermots? Yeah. Yes. I don't even know anything anymore. <laughs> I literally am so bad with celebrity names. That's why I just said the dad can get it. <laughs> but he could, though. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's just me. He's looking I mean, good. He's, he's a good looking guy, but I don't. I wouldn't go for him, but that's not really saying a whole lot, is it? Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> Moving past that. 
but I uh, I really liked their first meeting. I thought it was really cute. I thought the romance was represented really well in this movie, mm-hmm. um, especially this uber romantic moments like the first meeting, the grilled cheese. Yeah, the <sighs> only problem I had with that grilled cheese is the difference between me and hers. I'm not walking away <laughs> from a grilled cheese. <laughs> You're going to have to wait. <laughs> you later. Uh, sorry, I need to eat my sandwich. Then we can then we can spooch. OK, later. but until then. The second time, the second grilled cheese. Second jo- grilled cheese. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. Do you want to know the part that pissed me off about it? Is he cut the grilled cheese in the pan? I did find that interesting. It did hurt my soul. I'm like, that is a nonstick pan, sir. Do not hurt the pan. Well, I think he did one of those where he like slices it close to the bottom and then to use the spatula to separate it not you put it on the plate and cut it okay okay i like i guess i wasn't that mad about it (laughs) i strongly had to i was like sir that's not how things do although when pete did come in he did he was like you cooked so apparently he never does well he he knows how to make a very buttery uh grilled cheese and i appreciate that yeah 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 what is his job ben's I think accounting some nonsense, like okay. some kind of like it's investment banker market. nonsense. He always had the stocks going. Yeah. Is that what was up there? Yeah. yeah some kind I of... know he talked about Goldman, which I assume means Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot. I also was confused at like how they were meeting each other. Like if it was on a weekend, why is he wearing a suit? And if it's not on a weekend, why aren't they at their jobs? She doesn't have one. She's in law school. Why doesn't he have she a said, job? She said she had an internship mm-hmm. and she had to go to the bathroom all day. But she didn't want to ask anybody where the bathroom was, like a classic introvert. And then so she ran outside to the cafe and that's where he was. So I think it was at the end of the work day. Oh. That would make sense because then they did, yeah. you know, they went on a walk and then, you know, so it might have been the end of both of their days because she could have like a part time internship. So she might have been done halfway through the day. And if he's a stock trader, he might work really weird hours. Fair enough. Anyway, that was just something that I was like, this is unclear to me and uh, (laughs) it bothers me. But everything else about that was super cute and is kind of like, it's kind of like the dating dream, right? Like that you actually get to know somebody and you're not just awkwardly sitting there going, so if I'm here for 20 more minutes, I I will (laughs) be able to say I put in a good effort. (laughs) I do like they're cute. Oh God, her fucking in the bathroom. That feels like something I would do. Uh, Only, I could see. I probably would that. have gotten out of my pants a lot faster than she did. Where she accidentally sprayed the water directly on, on her crotch. Her crotch. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would have just given up. I, I would have just been like, well, this is me now. <laughs> what crotch girl? I do like that they did it actually in kind of a believable way that she wasn't paying attention. The the key got stuck on the thing and yeah. that's why it got sprayed. I'm like, that. see, that's a very believable thing to yes. happen. Yeah. That yeah. is totally something that I could see me doing because I'm a klutz. That outfit was another example of them doing her dirty on the bra count. They, like She like does a little run at one point and they're like, they're doing jumping jacks. <laughs> like... <laughs> Why are you looking at this woman's boobies so I'm, much? Listen, and they're nice boobies. Yeah. Th- I mean, they are nice. Good for her. But like, I'm just saying, like, I think that in a lot of these uh, film studios, they're not used to actually casting big-breasted women. Mm-hmm. And th- like that shit, that sure flies if you got like a size A or B. N- talking D's and yeah. up. No, you can't be fucking around like that. Okay, <laughs> support the girls. It bothered me. <laughs> 
So while we are talking about B and Ben, um, one of my favorite lines in the entire movie is when you know the one of the dads forgot his sunglasses out on their yacht. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she the the mom, so it's the mother of Claudia, um, is like, "Hey, can you guys swim out and get them?" Because that's logical, right? My brain was like, "How did you get from the yacht to here then?" Why no boat? How is this working? But it still cracked me up. And they're and they're both are like fucking fine. You know, let's deal with this. And they're swimming. And he's huffing and puffing. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I go to the gym a lot. I just don't do cardio. And she goes, oh, my God. You're oh God, what it was your hot, hot girl, girl fit. fit. Your hot girl fit. Oh, my God. Your hot girl fit. And he was like, I am not. I loved it. I'm like, oh, my God. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How are you huffing and puffing? You have like a fucking eight pack. 10 pack, I think she said. I do love that that came back around when she fell off of the boat because they were on, for the rehearsal dinner, they were on like a cruise boat thing mm-hmm. that you charter in the harbor. Mm-hmm. And they do their Titanic moment, which I was like, this is ridiculous and farcical and I love it. And then she falls off. And then he jumps in after her, which is the stupidest thing he could have done. What yeah. the fuck was he going to do? Uh, yes. <laughs> Why yes. not alert somebody on the boat? No, no. Let's no. not use logic to the situation. Uh, no, that's that's uh, what I'm talking about. He's he's not a bad guy. He's just kind of a dumbass. <laughs> I imagine he's one of those people who's pretty intelligent, mm-hmm. um, but just has no like basic common sense. Yeah, like he's I know high people intelligence, who are like that. low wisdom. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, I, I mean, and I understand to a degree that in the moment he panicked and jumped in after her because he's trying to save her, not even thinking about the fact that, she, bitch, she's a better swimmer than you. Yeah. I mean, well, granted, and that's the romantic part of it, dress? right? Like, that's the romantic part of it, though, is yeah. that he, mm-hmm. like, instinct says, no, my girl, ah, <laughs> can't stop himself. I was just confused why the boat kept going. They said that if they went back, they would. Uh, it was too shallow. You know, I, I mean, I didn't understand that, but I was like, sure, whatever. But why did the boat keep going? They didn't notice. Right. But when they did notice, why didn't you stop the boat? You just kept going. I don't understand boats, so I can't answer that for you. <laughs> My main concern in this, I don't know. I don't know why this made me a little panicky as I'm like, you're in the middle of this fucking harbor. Bitch, get somewhere else. Because the boats can't see you. Yeah, that's for sure. And so I, that's why I was kind of freaking out. And then when they finally got in the buoy, I'm like, oh, thank God. He was smart on that one where mm-hmm. he was like, bitch, let's get over here. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. Let's go there. Yeah. Right? Because that would have probably been my first instinct is getting that fucking buoy because boats are not going to be able to see you. No. Right. I also was confused about the harbor rescue situation because A... Yeah, why is it a helicopter instead of a boat? I don't know. And B, if they just drop down these harnesses and tell you to put them on. But looking at those harnesses, I was like, you could fall out of that in a hot second. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not secure or safe. I don't, I don't understand rescue teams, so I can't answer that for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn it, Wiggles, what are you good for? I mean, those are the harnesses Literally they use. nothing. Me and War got the same qualifications. <laughs> nice. But yeah, oh God, that would freak me out though. The hovering underneath the helicopter. That'd be pretty cool. I don't think I would like that. Also, that would hurt. Yeah. And be cold. And be cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That dress did not leave a lot to the imagination to begin with, and then it was wet. 
I have a theory that the the reason she was dressed the way she was throughout a lot of the movie is they're trying to sh- show like, hey, she can actually play a grown up because oh. she's most known for a high school show. So oh, they're, yeah. they're doing her like she's an adult run with things. So because I'm sure that that that's something that they have to combat. Then you actually do have that moment of like, is he way too old for her? Right. Is this like yeah. wildly inappropriate? Um, so they, they did kind of need to age her up a bit. Fair enough. I can see that. So the other thing that I think they did really well with B and Ben is that you really believe the sexual tension to the point where I'm like, are those two actors boning down? Because my God, they, like it was good shit. I was like, mm-hmm. it very damn. much was. Damn. I, I, like the romance was good as we talked about the sex scene. That was there, I mean, for a movie. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. good. It was pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love a spicy sour shower scene. Mm-hmm. But they definitely had chemistry. Yes. They really did. <laughs> like, you believed it. You'd be like, yeah, I get that. You two are, like, one, like, one trapped in a room away from boning down. For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the other reason that I think, the, to me, the chemistry really came across is because they were just kind of both ridiculous with each other as well as everybody else. Mm -hmm. And there's something about, I know I think I've said this before, but like I love romances that feel real. Like, yeah, the notebook and all of that shit, the uber romantic stuff is fine. But I like the ones that feel like, like you could see those people walking across the street acting like that. Mm -hmm. And that it it felt like that to me. It felt like these two people knew each other and were working off of that energy even the fighting that's a part of the mm-hmm. chemistry for me is they're fighting with each other because they fight in intelligent ways mm-hmm. and they fight in ways that know that they can dig at each other which means that they legitimately know each other really well yeah well and they even talk about that when she says that he asks her what was wrong with jonathan jonathan uh and she goes we never fought it, it was just always she could get whatever she wanted. Uh, there was no conflict at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every healthy relationship, there is going to be fights. Right. You can't have somebody who's literally just following you around doing whatever you ask. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. No, not at all. There's no, there's no spice. There's and I don't no mean passion like, in it. Right. I don't mean like the, the sex spice. There's no like, yeah, there's no passion. There's no fuego as Pappy says. Variety is the spice <laughs> of life. I am. I don't think I've ever heard Pappy say the word fuego. He does, <laughs> specifically in this context. It's not a f- term he uses in any any other context, but like romantic fuego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining Pappy saying the word fuego. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to drop that into a sentence to your husband now. Um, <laughs> well, it's pretty easy to drop into a sentence. Well, it just yeah, means no. fire. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I, I did really like that they, they had good chemistry, but also their fights are mostly justifiable. Like, are mm-hmm. they being dumb? Yes. But like, you understand where they're coming from. Oh, yeah. There was never, oh my God, you're being like, there was absolutely no point to that. I can see why she would get upset with him and he would get upset with her vice versa in mm-hmm. all of those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then he kind of just like eggs her on the whole time, like in the plane. 
did he have to go back there and poke fun at her and stuff? No, he could have just been like, all right, I saw her, but I'm not going to interact with her. And he's like, nope, I'm going to go back there and like do do the little jabs and shit. Well, one thing that we don't get to know about them is they talk about him being her hall pass or like that she cheated Mm -hmm. kind of on her ex. Um, And you don't, she, she makes some comment about like, when she's teasing him about still thinking about that night, no matter how it ended. Right. And we don't know how it ended. We just know that they are definitely not together. Um, And so it kind of makes you wonder, like, did they pull similar bullshit of one of them running out or did they get in a fight over the fact that she's engaged? Like all that kind of stuff. We don't really get to know that. Honey, the, the t- when they're talking about how it ended is that she ran away. Yeah, what are you talking about? No, I'm she sorry. ran away with the first night that they were yeah. like hanging out together. They didn't they get hook back together up after, after they hook up after the the time night at the bar. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. He says that he she was his hall pass. Yeah, he says He's that to Jonathan of- as to be like No, he says that to her on the plane. He's talking about her spending that that one night with him when they were flirting and talking. No. Yes. Yeah. That? Yes. Yeah. Because she was broken up with him at the time. He's t- saying that she was that he was a hall pass because they weren't because her and Jonathan weren't together at that time. But she wasn't with him. It was she he's literally just being an ass to her. Yeah. They they did not speak except for at the bar after that night i thought it was heavily implied that they fought that night and then ended up hooking up that night Mm-mm. i don't believe so and then so. No. that's not what i got at all i wow. think the fight is just supposed to give the audience the the sexual tension but i don't think it's supposed to i don't think it led anywhere I would love to go back to the board and watch it, but it's still in theaters. I know. (laughs) But I don't agree with you. (laughs) Suspicious. I'm just saying they got awfully close by the end of that scene. So. They were with her sister and his friend. How how is it seducing him then talking about that night? Because it was a really good night. But they didn't have sex. But it was a really good night. That doesn't have to be anything about sex. They had a lovely, intelligent conversation and giggled with her straddling him. It did look. I disagree. Hot. I disagree. Transitioning away. <laughs> All right. We can watch it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we will. And you will lose. Anyway. No, we won't. Be completely honest. We'll watch it separately. <laughs> yeah. Individually. <laughs> I might. This was actually a very enjoyable movie. I might I as well. Um. So speaking of the plane. Mm-hmm. How delightful was her moving about the plane? I'm not oh even gosh. talking about just the like inappropriate air humping him while trying to get her sweatshirt out of his chair. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she woke up in the middle and was like, oh, I have to pee. And then it literally climbed instead of just like walking by that old man. She climbed over the chairs. She stressed me out. I was like, <laughs> this is needless. Like. You're you're somebody who has unfortunate events happen to you. Something I know quite a bit about. That was that one was your fault. That was needlessly done, ma'am. <laughs> she wanted to steal his cookie. It's a fucking cookie. It's an airline cookie. It can't be that good. <laughs> it's a first class cookie, though. 
unnecessary. (laughs) I get it. I get the spiteful, like, I'm going to take a bite of your cookie. cookie. Yeah. I get it. A hundred percent. But I I am full of spite. I was like, why didn't you just lean over and take the cookie? Here's the thing. I am 5'4". I could have reached that bitch. She is significantly taller than I am, I'm guessing. I don't know. She looks pretty short. The internet knows. Tell me. The internet doesn't tell me, though. Who's to say? Oh, sorry. She's 5'3". There you go. Oh. Wow, she is short. They put her in some fucking tall ass heels yeah. all of the time. Yes. My feet scream for her. Anyway, um, so, but I could have reached that. She could have reached it. I Listen, but when you are accident prone, putting yourself in that position, you know the risks you're taking. <laughs> I mean, she was being spiteful at that point and he deserved it because he was being an ass. I do love that then she then overheard what he was listening to. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious. Well, and then it came up. I think yes. that's one of the things I liked about this movie a lot is almost every little moment like came up again and again and again. It's true. They they did callbacks quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I love the wrench. I still wish we would have gotten an answer about the wrench and the mom thing. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I just felt like they were they were building up to another story where Ben was going to like, I don't know, open up to B and be like, this is what actually my mom and blah, blah, blah. But we didn't get that. I don't know. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind that it was just, hey, it's a sore subject because I lost my mom. Right. Because mm-hmm. the the truth is, they do only know that each other on a cursory level. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like if they had made something about him putting in a decent amount of effort to show that he cares about her and had made it about him confessing something about his mom, it just sort of felt what like really hollow that to me is like Mm. i don't know okay i think it's just sometimes people say dickish things when their friends are razzing them Mm -hmm. which why do you rise to that occasion it wasn't even a like a fun razzing thing like oh you like her because uh guys are really sensitive but if they show that they're sensitive then they they think that makes them not masculine yeah you certainly can't tell your your best friend that you Spent the night with a girl. And didn't fuck her. Yeah. Right. Because couldn't steal the deal, man. Yeah. Which, like... I don't I'd... see Pete as being that kind of person. But... No. No, he did not come across like that no. at all. But, like, that's that's true to, I think, a lot of interactions where there's this yeah. idea of being vulnerable with one of your guys is not a thing. Like, there was this whole um, thing a few years ago on TikTok where someone asked the question of like okay girls go to their girlfriends to talk about the things that are going on in their life who do guys go to and they were like our girlfriends and it was like yeah do you think they ever get tired of being the only emotional sounding board for you right just saying you know so i mean i think that it made perfect sense it did not feel like it was just convenient for the plot except for pete leaving the door open pete needs to get it together I would never. Although I am very much a I close the door, I lock it behind me kind of person. Not at anybody else's house. Although I have done that to somebody before. In their own house. Walked in, shut the door behind us, locked the door. They were like, what you doing, friend? I'm like, I, it's such a habit for me. Neither one of us are leaving here alive. (laughs) (laughs) This is how it ends. (laughs) I also locked that same person out of her own apartment at one point. Danny. I was inside. Don't worry, I've locked Pappy out of the house a few times, so it's fine. 
I literally automatically flick the door, the lock behind me every time I walk into my apartment, which is a good thing. I am a woman who lives alone. Mm -hmm. I never have to question whether that door is fucking locked because I do it so automatically. But yeah, (laughs) there is times where I'm like, oh shit, there was somebody coming with me or there was somebody about to walk in and I just flick that shut. So one couple I want to talk about. Yeah. Is the couple actually getting married? Hallie and Claudia? Like, if I have a critique about this movie, it's that we spend almost no time with Hallie and Claudia. Like, we get we get to know them a little bit, but they're so they're inconsequential at their own goddamn wedding. Yeah, they are pretty surface-level characters. Mm-hmm. Like, all we know about Hallie is that she's more of a free spirit than Claudia, and Claudia is more of, like, a type A organizer right. than yeah. Hallie. That's all we know. And it's like, I, I wanted to know more about them. I wanted them to have more than just like a chase little peck, too. Um, but that's just me. Like, Oh, no, I wanted a real good wedding kiss. Yes. Uh, anyway, I I just think they were they were also had the potential to be really interesting characters. And we kind of don't get to dive into that very much where it's just like. Hey, we're we're the couple that's getting married, so we don't matter because we've already found our happily ever after. You guys, <laughs> you're important because you're still fucking around. So, I did think it was funny that her her sister was like the main antagonist to like let's get them together, let's make them get together. <laughs> it's like chill out. <laughs> well, those two were the only ones who could successfully pull off the like fake conversation, mm-hmm. and they didn't always. The no, first the, one they did. The, high, the was super Oh my awkward. god, it was one of my favorite moments. They they're like, "Oh, did you, you know, did you just She's like, "Did you just overhear a loud conversation?" He's like, how, "Yeah, how'd you know? Come with me." She walks to the door and they look through and then the two of them are laying face down on the porch <laughs> by the door. Yeah. You can totally tell that that's something that Hallie roped Claudia into. Yes. And Claudia was like, I'm not sure about this. And Hallie (laughs) was like, no, no, it's going to work. Trust me. (laughs) But they do pull it off the next time when they're talking outside Ben's window. Mm -hmm. Yes. About potentially ending the wedding or whatever. Yes. Having a fight. I was like, that that actually got me. I was like, no, they can't. No. I know. Well, so, you know, it the the baseline subject matter uh of much ado in that they have a very awful breakup and so i was like oh god is this is what is this where they're gonna do that now fuck (laughs) i'm not a fan (laughs) but then it was just a joke so i was like okay it's all good i did like the um the change in that he snuck out in the morning after their night together Mm -hmm. and that she got to feel what that felt like well, not even bit. in the morning, literally like a couple hours later, right. may, if mm-hmm. that, when the rest of the family shows up, he's like, I'm just going to sneak out here butt ass naked. But I also understand his reason for sneaking out. Mm-hmm. A, because the family just showed up. Let's mm-hmm. not be in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she'd said right before they fell asleep that she wasn't sure if this was all a mistake. Yeah. That when she said that, I was like, oh, nope. Mm. Well, she didn't say she wasn't sure if this was all a mistake. She said, I, all I seem to do anymore is make mistakes. Yeah. Yes. But still, that is heavily implying that mm-hmm. this is a mistake. And that, that hit me hard in the feelers. I was like, no, it's not. 
But you guys were so cute. You promised to go to the Sydney Opera House. (laughs) Well, one thing I do really like about their ending is, yes, they have the cliche, like, running to, to, like, one another. Yeah. She made him run, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that as well. (laughs) Just stood there and watched him. But one of the things that happens a lot in rom-coms is there's almost, like, this gaslighting of, like... No, um, you not realizing that I was in love with you, that was like, that was all in your head. Like, you're just crazy. And instead, he was like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, uh, the re- you know, basically tells her in, in different words, but tells her, you know, like, the reason you felt like I didn't like you is because I made sure you felt like I didn't like you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I, I really appreciated that they went that route instead of again being like you just didn't understand i was in love with you the whole time fuck that i'm so (laughs) tired of that nah man no he owned up to his bullshit you were sending hot and cold signals own it (laughs) but that's just me (laughs) (laughs) might have some opinions might might have some opinions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wiggles has opinions not me can I just say, I want a rich family member to invite me to Australia and live at their really cool beach house. Oh, yeah. yeah. That place is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And a full-on tennis court and an outdoor chess I was going to say that a giant chess set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I would, I would like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, someone give that to me. Thank you. I would definitely, we, we would definitely, just our entire friend group would go live in that house. We would trash that house. When we're together, we're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> okay, how about just wrong. you, me, Wiggles, Pappy, and maybe Dan? How do you think that that's better? Mm. <laughs> I, I think you're confused. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would be like, Liz, go, let's go play chess. I thought you were about to say, Liz, let's go swim in the ocean. And I'd be like, "Mm -mm, that's salty bitch. Liz, don't go in the ocean. I know better than that shit. I would go into the ocean, but I have to be not that far from land. (laughs) I looked up the actual term for that phobia, but it's very long and I don't remember it now. Apparently, my little sister has that phobia. It's real hard to play Kingdom Heart 1. Let me tell you that. Mm. Mm. You would also hate the game Wrath. I'd be like, I'm in the ocean, bitch. Also, it's salty. I don't understand the desire to swim in the ocean because, like, it's not pleasant. Oh, I love it. You get oh, salt no. all up in your places. I've never tried. That's why they have the outdoor shower. I, I'm more concerned about getting salt in my fucking eyes. I think you're not supposed to open your eyes underwater without goggles. It happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Or you're out of the water, but it's still dripping off you, and you're like, oh, my God, in my eye. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would have to be as... Why are you so- mad at me about this? <laughs> Why are you so dismissive of me? I it, I said okay. <laughs> it's I'm sorry. Um, so there is a moment. So he, he teaches her dad how to dive, kind of. Mm-hmm. And she, she's like, you should go rinse off because you now have my dad's SPF 1000 on. Which and is just a distraction because she was turned on by his hotness. Well, probably. <laughs> but all I could think of is if I lived there, I would constantly be covered in SPF 1000 because yep. I am the palest person on the planet. Yeah. It was a good one-liner. There's a, there's a number of one-liners that were mm-hmm. just nice little zingers. Yeah, they really threw them out at each other there quite a bit, though. I I also like Pete 
was underrated yes. throughout this entire movie. Like he was just he was out there favorite. being like, "What if you weren't such a dumbass?" And then he would be <laughs> gone, and you're like, "Okay, well, Pete, stepfather, <laughs> stepfather, stepfather." <laughs> Um, especially when Pete and Ben went to go get the flowers for the wedding. Mm-hmm. I, and he was just like, so what are you going to do, Ben? You going to pick Margaret? Or are you going to pick B? And how is picking B the right choice? Because it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, by the way, this is the choice you should make. Yes. And he bitch slaps him with the flowers. He, he, he kept doing that. I was like, you're going to ruin those fucking flowers. I know. I thought the same thing. Well, he had, the, he definitely had a moment where he was like, oh shit. <laughs> he saw one come off and he was like maybe i should quit doing this because yeah. <laughs> it's b poof yeah hit him in the face so i also enjoyed the fact that pete's all simultaneously the one who fucks it up because he's like oh i was given some hot goss so i'm telling everybody yeah. oh god that was a <laughs> devastating moment i was like oh no because when he said it to him, I was like, oh, Pete's going to fuck this up. Pete did fuck this up. Which part are you talking about? When Pete. he tells... Pete is the one who told her parents that she dropped out of law school. Oh, yeah. It's like, Pete, what were you even doing having a conversation with her parents that in depth about what's going on in her life? <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh. <laughs> I think my favorite part of all of that is when everybody comes running because Beatrice and her parents are kind of like yelling at each other. And then she's yelling at Ben and everybody's like, what? You dropped out of law school? What? You dropped out of law school? What? You dropped out of law school? And Pete's like, what are we yelling about? Be dropped out of law school. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Like, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we fucking know Pete. God damn. The oh. second Ben told Pete, I was like, he's going to fuck this up. He's going to fuck it up so hard. And Ben should know better that that should have been something in confidence and he shouldn't say anything to anybody about it. Yeah, I get that. But I'll be honest with you. I tell Wiggles like literally everything. I mean, so no, Pete Pete is the problem for sure. (laughs) Like he just doesn't know how to have any chill, which is surprising for a guy who's that chill. Well, but my other thing about it is, is that Ben knows this about Pete. So why didn't why didn't you say, hey, don't say anything to anybody about this? Because she doesn't sometimes think this is the you right tell your time. Friends, don't say anything about it. And they still go. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. To other people in confidence, not her fucking parents. Listen, I don't think they know how to do a Midwest secret, which is that you only tell one other person and then that person gets to tell one other yes. person and then that person <laughs> gets to tell one other person. I don't think they know how to do that. Um, they're yeah. city folk. They don't understand. <laughs> And to be fair to Ben, he was very clearly distraught in that conversation yes. with uh-huh. Pete. He did he did go through a myriad of emotions on his face. Like that actor was like, I'm gonna give you at least five emotions every <laughs> time the hammer pans to me. And I was like, Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> and just simultaneously get smacked in the face by flowers. Yes. Yeah. I also have to appreciate one thing about what they did with uh hallie and claudia is i i have a big thing with like people who are so caught up in the pageantry of having a wedding that it's like okay but are you having a wedding or are you getting married Mm -hmm. right and so when the cake gets all ruined and everything like yes they kind of have a moment of like this isn't great but they just instead of like freaking out losing their shit and being like the wedding's canceled they just go okay so our our cake doesn't look that great and they used it anyway yeah i also appreciated so the first night that they're there um b and ben light their like rose thing 
on fire. Mm-hmm. The like rose wall that has their initials and on Hallie's fire. And, and Hallie's and hair. And Hallie's hair. <laughs> um, but at the during the wedding, they show the rose thing again, and Pete put it back together. It didn't look perfect, but you can tell that he did his best, and it looked fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I appreciated that they didn't just be like, oh, say we got another one. It's perfect. No, right. Pete did it and it's it's fine, mm-hmm. but it wasn't perfect in the way it was. No. Also talking about the wedding, who else was extremely surprised when Bo was the fucking celloist? Oh, uh, I was. Yes. That popped up and I was like, oh, look at you, Bo. It, he was feeling it, too. Yeah. He was like, yes, this is what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I also liked that uh, at the wedding, um, we they, you show that there are a few more people, so they didn't do yeah. this, like, only this insular group. Like, they just made that group insular for the wedding party, and so I appreciated that it didn't feel like... We just didn't want them to have other, like, characters in the show. Yeah. I was also really confused throughout, like, a decent portion as we were moving up to the wedding, and I was like, is this, like, all the only people who are here? Mm-hmm. No, that was a small like 50-ish yeah group also Hallie is honestly and this goes back to I think that Hallie and Claudia are really interesting characters and I'm bummed we didn't go more (laughs) Hallie's reaction to like her hair being on fire is like that was scary I guess I need a haircut (laughs) I know (laughs) and Claudia's like please come here I'm more stressed about you than you are stressed about you let me fix your hair oh my god (laughs) I was like oh this couple's cute I want more of them they were cute I wanted more of her parents let's get a spinoff movie going Claudia's parents Claudia's parents or B's parents? Claudia's parents. Claudia's parents were really interesting too like you can tell that the only one in that group who has a plan is Claudia's mom. Carol. Oh yeah. 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 She's just like, uh, okay, listen. <laughs> Y'all are doing too much. So we're gonna calm down. <laughs> we're gonna fix this shit. I also love that they they were doing these fucking loud conversations, this whole big to do to try to get Ben and B to get together. <laughs> Carol just shows up and says, Hey, come with me. Go get those sunglasses. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just All like, right. I'm better at this. Hey, he forgot his sunglasses. Can you go swim out there and get them? Well, you can't say no to the mother of the bride. So. Well, that's it, too. You also, um, at that point in your life, you just wield a certain amount of power. Yeah. And you're like, I don't need to explain myself. Can't wait. You're staying in my house right now. <laughs> go do go what I told you to do, youngling. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm not going to lie. If my mother, like, when we're, or my aunt or uncle, when we're out at their lake cabin, we're like, hey. I forgot my sunglasses on the boat that is out there in the middle of the water. Go get them. I probably would be like, okay. All right. Very different reaction. If my mom said that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck were you thinking? I guess you'll get your sunglasses the next time we go to the boat. I probably would just be like, where's the kayak? It's like, my reaction would be like, you don't know that great a swimmer. (laughs) Do you want me to die? Are you sure this is what you want? Because I will go. All right. Just know I might not be coming back. Three See, hours later, right. I just am sitting on the boat because I'm too lazy to come back. Like, I can't do it. See, I and I'm a very good swimmer. I there was one summer, and this cracked me up. My uncle was gonna he wanted to he wanted to go tubing, mm-hmm. which means my uncle is a sadist and wants to fling Danny across the lake. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's tubing. That's tubing. Mm-hmm. That's especially Midwest tubing. So 
cool, fine. I'm going tubing. I was about to get on the tube and I was like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. And I went, ooh, life jacket. Can I have a life jacket, please? And my mom goes, you don't need one. You're a great swimmer. And I'm like, okay, mom, I love the confidence you have in my swimming abilities. I really do. However, I'm about to get flung across a lake at at least 30 miles an hour. Um, I could be knocked unconscious. Yeah, what was your mom thinking? <laughs> like, there's a reason for the life jacket, and it's not that Danny can't swim. Right. It's that there is a possibility <laughs> that I could be knocked unconscious. Well, not only that, it's very disorienting when you're flying in the air and it then really splashing is. in the water. There is always a, a good... probably 15-ish seconds where I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Also, I've learned that I really shouldn't, you know, when you got like a partner tubing, you got two people Uh on, Mm -hmm. I should not do that because I always (laughs) am like, oh, I don't know if they have enough room and I scooch (laughs) (laughs) No, you're fucking throwing off the balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. every time, every time. And they, they fully go, yes, I will scooch more to the middle. Because your body says, yes, I should be yeah. more <laughs> so every time it's like, chaos. See, and I have the opposite. It's usually oh, no. myself and my cousin. And what ends up happening is we're both on the tube and I put my arm over top of her and hold on to one mm-hmm. over here and then hold on to the other. And then she holds on to the two in the middle so that I hold her on. Granted, she is significantly younger than me. She is still an adult. <laughs> so, Okay. We talked about being Ben's sexual tension, but like, even though their dance was nonsensical, and at one point I started to see literally jitterbuggy moves up in there, <laughs> it was still pretty, pretty hot. I liked the dancing. I did too. It was cute. I liked that it wasn't polished. Right. Yeah. And like, just a word of advice if you're dancing with a gal and you do the swoosh back into him, that's a good move. That's a oh, good yeah, that's move. A great move. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, when he was like, just follow my lead or whatever, I was like, that doesn't work. I don't know how to do that. I don't I can't do that. Especially with those complicated moves. Yeah. You have to force my limbs to follow. I know. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, you have to be like, go that way. And I'll be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. I liked the little jitterbug moves and the mm. random spins. It's like this seems like something somebody would do on a dance floor. I do love a good dance floor mm. moment always in movies that, that always I'm like, ooh, dance floor moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, also all the shenanigans that happened on that boat, like that was the one thing where I would say that actually sold it. Mm-hmm. Like all the dumb shit that they were doing on that boat. If you were trying to sell that you're in a relationship, mm, yeah. like the dance was what actually did it, and they were not paying attention. No, at the time. everybody was dancing. Yeah. yeah, they were actually just kind of enjoying each other for once. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the reason for the Titanicking. Like, I mean, I get that they thought it was to sell their relationship, um, but I was like, I don't know anybody that would do that. The, their family had a very different reaction than like my family would. They'd be like, why yeah. the fuck are you dicking around at the front of the boat? <laughs> my dad would be like, get the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, my mom would be like, you're going to fall off. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, well, you know, we have different, we have different <laughs> lives. We have different lives. Um, yeah. I could definitely see my dad being like, hey, dumbass, get down. Yeah. 
But I had that thought several times throughout the movie where I was like, either we are coming from different perspectives and uh, that's fine. That's fine. Or you two are really, really bad at this. Because <laughs> like, they'd be like, oh, if we do this, they're going to be like, ooh, ah. And I was like, are they though? Or are they going to be like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like the hands all of the way into the shorts. That one I oh still can't God. quite That's get still, past. Like, no. Even like watching him outside of the shorts, like rub a circular motion right? across her entire ass i'm like what part of that seems natural to you sir i don't care <laughs> if we have been married for 10 years you start swirling my butt i'm gonna smack you and be like the fuck you're doing it's weird uh, to be fair that's exactly we what happens public. that's exactly what happens after 10 years because the point <laughs> is to get you to be like to get weird yeah <laughs> it's, it's just be like goofy and ridiculous and be like I did a dumb thing I do love it when you randomly like paw at Pappy and he's like stop it well that's because he fucking does it to me all the time yes he does there was the one night though at D&D that you did it to him in the kitchen he yelled stop it at you and then he walked by me and I grabbed his butt which (laughs) I have permission I do that shit all the time I have known him for a very long time and he's like god damn it and Liz just walked in and high fived me (laughs) And th- yeah. at that point, it's to, just to annoy him. Annoying people is a, like, collectively, like, as a unit, yes. as, as, a, as a group aimed at one person is a really good way to build friendships. It's a time-honored really tradition. Yeah. <laughs> really at least is. in our friend group. Really <laughs> Pick someone that you want to annoy, <laughs> and we're all going in on it. It almost always is Pappy. Uh, no, it's almost always Wiggles. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. 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 I... <laughs> I don't want us to deviate too much, but I have frequently asked myself the question, why? Because <laughs> your reactions why? are just... I was going to say, because your re- reactions are delightful. I yeah. don't think they are. Uh, we yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> we enjoy them immensely. I'm just like, do you want me to turn into a rage monster? Because I will turn Change monster, Even and that's like, kind of delightful yes, sometimes. It is, yeah. Hit the button. <laughs> I'm like, no, that the it says around the button. Do not hit the button. Well, that's just asking us to. At yeah, that point. yeah. I, that's what it feels like. It feels like I walk into the room, and that itself is an invitation. Sometimes, duh. So getting back to um, this situation, I will say one of the things that I think they did the best that is a selling point in a relationship is when he picks her up out of that car Mm -hmm. and the like slide down in the pretty dress. Oh, the second he picked her up, I'm like, oh, he's going to do the like straight arm slide down thing. And I love that. Yes. Although if it was me, I would be (laughs) panicking the whole time on the way down. So like, it's really nice in theory is what I would say. (laughs) That was my thought process, too. I was like, that doesn't work. Like, you're taking a really long time to do this. <laughs> I really want my feet on the ground. I'm a little into, too independent. I'd be like, get me out of the car. I'm going. But, like, you know, in theory, I like it. I, in my head, I was just like, if that was happening and I knew all of the people were watching, I would just be like, stop, stop. They're looking at me. Stop it. <laughs> right? This is not your game. <laughs> no, it is not. Intentionally getting people to look at you. Fuck! People are perceiving me. How dare you? We always perceive you. I am a little bit obnoxious. Not really. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Have you seen who you married? Yeah. See, that's the whole point in life is to understand yourself and then surround yourself with people who um, are more of different areas of you. And so you never have to be seen as the loud one 
or the annoying one or the obnoxious one. Quit describing me when I'm in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I am sadly enough, and this is really telling you more about our friend group than everybody needs to know, is I am the quiet one of all of us. No, you're not. Not with us. You might be outside of us, but not with us. Yeah. Well, that's true. Even with you, though, I am the quieter. Nobody in this group is quiet together, but... Now, like, alone, a seagull is not that loud. (laughs) As a collective, it's pretty obnoxious. (laughs) And that's your haiku for the day. Was that a haiku? No, it was not. (laughs) It doesn't meet the criteria, I don't think, love. (sighs) Uh, we should talk about the um, meetup at the Opera House. D- did we not already? We did a little bit. You it's said that he ran to her and it was a whole to do. All right. Tell me what you got to say, Dan. So what I want to talk about is he he realizes because of loud, purposely weird conversations by him. And then he decides he's got to figure out where she went. Where did she go? She left when he was kissing Margaret. Mm-hmm. He's like, she kissed me, not me, her. Which is true, but still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his response, instead of realizing, because he realized where she went, his response, instead of, I don't know, taking a cab, was to jump off a cliff Mm -hmm. and yell, call the Harbor Patrol. (laughs) They're all like, oh my God, (laughs) this man just killed himself. Which would be my reaction to it. I'd be like, Jesus, it's not that big a deal. And then B's dad is like, all right, I got this. not dive <laughs> he's like i i had one successful dive i think i got this guys <laughs> off of a really fucking large cliff yeah. that had to hurt landing oh yeah that was again a moment of pure dumbassery like yeah. i don't it did not take her that long to get to the opera house from where they were right and she just took a cab so there's no reason he couldn't have right call but a it- fucking uber but it was because they kept telling the story about B's parents, where her dad jumped off of a moving train, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Paris. In Paris, so that he could catch up with her, her mom. mom at the Eiffel Tower. So it was supposed to be this big romantic gesture. Which and it was, it was. Cute. Yeah. And it brought back in the, the helicopter. Yes. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it. I I was caught up in the moment. It was only later when I was like, logistically, what are we? What's the plan here? What are we thinking? <laughs> it's a terrible idea. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible idea. And yeah, yeah the Harbor Patrol is going to drop you exactly where you want them to. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, son. No, well, you, the this is a romantic comedy world where things like that can happen. Yeah, I know, but I uh, my my logic brain is like. That was so fucking expensive. Oh, he's yeah, rich sure. as shit, so I think it's fine. Is he though? I think he is. He's like one of those rich guys that's like, I'm just not gonna live rich guy life. But that guy is rich. He gives off rich energy. I mean, he does give off rich energy. So do the rest of them, except for maybe B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he flew first class to Australia, and that can't yeah. be cheap. No. no, that's gotta be at least a couple thousand, doesn't it? I would assume so. Wouldn't know. I'm too poor to even think about it. Yep, no, I don't want to know that. I don't need to know that information. Yeah. Someday, maybe? <laughs> maybe. No. So what did you guys think about the fact that B's parents just were suddenly cool about it at the wedding, about her dropping out of law school, and cool with her not hooking up with her, her ex-fiance? I think the law school thing didn't 
surprise me because their initial kind of shock um, and anger about it, I think, comes from just being left out and and not being told what's happening in your daughter's life. Mm -hmm. And to, you know, have time to process it and then get to the wedding, which is supposed to be a very happy, warming family moment to be able to say, we just wanted to support you. Mm -hmm. Like, makes sense. The Jonathan thing, I don't know, maybe they just realized that they'd been together for the last like few days and nothing came of it. Well, uh, to me, that was one of the moments that felt the most like a Shakespeare comedy of like, Mm. it's all it's all fine because we're getting to the end of this thing. So everything's fine. Don't worry about it. And it was in moments like that that I really felt like that's where I could see the tie in to Much Ado, Mm. where like these moments of like the clusterfuck when they do find out that she's dropped out of law school. Like that's very like Shakespeare's yeah. like, Oh, all these people have a piece of the puzzle. Now they all have it at the same time. And so we've got a big clusterfuck moment or like, um, the, the fact that they were moving through time at, at a pace that was only comfortable for the play or play or movie mm-hmm. um rather than like anything that was truly linear <laughs> like it got, like it is linear but it's not like we've got these weird dips in time that we're like don't worry about that it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I really liked that uh i also really liked if you were looking for it they would have lines on yeah things and i was like oh look at you i know that line but that's because was... i'm a nerd I was so confused. Like the first line that happened, I, I, I was just kind of like, what is this about? And then another one and then another one. And I was like, OK, this is just a weird decision they made to throw up Shakespeare lines. And then at the end, when it said like based on much ado or no, I didn't even say that. It just had much ado about nothing like as one of the, the mm-hmm. lines. I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, OK, Shakespeare. Because like, I totally caught the first one. I was like. Okay, Shakespeare line. Cool, I guess. Well, I recognize them all as lines from Much Ado because Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorites. So, you know, there's that. See, I like Much Ado, but it's not, like, my go-to. It's for sure my (laughs) go-to. I haven't seen it or read it since high school, so. Uh, Here's the thing I really like about it is that, you know, it's – when people say that Taming of the Shrew is a feminist play, I look at them with deep-seated rage. Because <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, is it is it uh, bold for its time? Sure, but it was also under the reign of Elizabeth I. So don't 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 get too excited. Um, uh, but much ado, and what we don't get to have in this play because there isn't this big falling out between mm-hmm. Hero and and Claudia. Or, or uh, Haley and Claudia and Hero and Claudio, um, is that after all this has happened, Beatrice has a moment where she's like, this is some fucking bullshit. Like, I know that my cousin didn't do this. I know she didn't mm-hmm. sleep with this guy. This is bullshit. And Claudio's a piece of shit for doing this. So in the middle of them confessing their love, because Benedict picks the best time, right after uh, her cousin is like, thrown around right mm-hmm. um in the middle of that he's like i love you she's like i love you too this is really cool but also i'm sad because my cousin is in a very precarious situation and he's like charge me with anything I- i'll go do it and she's like kill claudio 
And he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I didn't plan on that. Um, and then she has this whole speech about how men are cowards. And if you truly loved me, you would step up to the plate because what he did was truly wrong. And he gets to go play the hero. And hero is literally made out to be this horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, if she was a man, she would fuck his shit up. And I did kind of miss that. Like, I, there's no way you could fit it into the script um, with the story that they were telling. But I right. did miss that, like, just rage. <laughs> 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 it's a really good scene, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, that's that's the... It was missing the much ado about the much ado-ness, right? Like, it was a lot of... It had the misunderstanding and it had the the romantic elements of it, but it missed the part of it that, like, gave it heightened stakes, if you will. Yeah. But I didn't need it. It no. was a good movie. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going if to... You're, if you're really looking for, is this a modern retelling of Much Ado? No, it's not. But that's fine. You can do things inspired by and still right. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So... That was a nice little wrap up. Well, then that leads us to our ratings. What do you guys think of The Spice? Because this actually was a movie that had some. It is a movie that had some. I'm going to give it like a 3.5. There wasn't a lot of spice, but what they gave us, I -hmm. thought was good and had really good chemistry. For a movie that's not erotica, I don't think you get more than that. So I'm going to give it a four. I was also kind of somewhere between a three and a four because it's a movie so we're, we're not gonna get the stuff we get in books mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll agree with danny on a 3.5 mm-hmm. 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 romance romance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh goodness i honestly give this a four i really like their relationship i like the chemistry they have they're super cute when they're getting along. I really like them when they're not giving getting along because neither of them like backs down to the other either. Mm-hmm. And so I like that it's not just like a, oh, you're right kind of relationship. It's a, no, you fucking are wrong. And that there's something about that that I really like. For me, it's a four uh, really solidly. Uh, I mean, it's not the perfect romance, but it's also not meant to be. No. So yeah. uh, that's what I like about it. Uh, but because it's not the perfect romance, I can't give it a five either. So it's a four. Yeah, I'll agree with a four. Um, I think romance, love stories, whatever, like there's so many different pieces to it. And this was just the beginning. It's literally just them getting together Mm -hmm, for the first mm -hmm. time. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I like a four. I also really like that it's, they don't get like married in the end or anything. It's just, okay, we're going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't like some random like I love you at the end. It was just not that I can remember. It was just, hey, you want to do this thing? And I like that. Mm. Your overall. 4.5. I actually really like this movie. I was going to give it a four. Yeah. I give it a solid four. <clears throat> I can definitely see myself like throwing this on again and just being like, oh, this is a nice little comfort movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I liked this one. And and. Also, I just really like that they're bringing rom-coms back. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what are you guys' recommendations then? I go with the wedding date. Okay. Um, it's not mm-hmm. the enemies to lovers situation, but it's definitely the, the like fake romance mm-hmm. side of things. There is the wedding involved and everything. The um, X aspect is in it as well. And I love Deborah Messing. 
this movie did make me want to watch that movie. <laughs> I can't, can't put my finger on exactly why it might have been the hot guy who was playing the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what came over me there. Uh, I have two recommendations. One is really obvious. You should watch Much Ado About Nothing. There are a lot of versions out there. Uh, there's the Kenneth Branagh one in the 90s. There's a slightly more modern one that was directed by Joss Whedon. It's okay. That's all I can say for it. But it's also Joss Whedon. So. I was going to say, isn't the 90s one the, the go-to? The 90s one is for sure the go-to. Yeah. Um, but there's also, if you can get access to it, there's a great one with Catherine Tate and uh, David Tennant. Oh, yeah. It is really good. Um, and then there's another one that's the most recent um, that was on Broadway because that one was on West End um, that I cannot think of her name, but she's starring in the color purple right now. Why can't I think of her name? Um, but also just an overall really good cast. Uh, so watch any of those. Any of those. Good choice. You'll you'll have a good time. Or you won't. If you hate Shakespeare, then don't watch it. Um <laughs> That's what this recommendation is for. If you don't like those, this movie reminded me a lot of the movie Crazy Stupid Love. I might have already recommended this on the podcast, but if not, or if so, it doesn't really matter. You should check it out. It's It's got strong miscommunication energy. It's got strong will they, won't they energy. Mm-hmm. There's also a very similar conversation date that happens between two of the characters as what we see in the beginning of this movie. So if you're like, oh, that was really cute. I want more of that. Uh, check it out. And also it has Ryan Gosling not wearing a shirt. And that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Is Crazy Stupid the Love the one that has Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling in it? Yeah. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Uh, yeah I would recommend the proposal I know you've recommended it before we talk about it a lot but I just feel like the chemistry the the bickering the fake dating fighting business seems pretty similar in that one and then for a book I would recommend The Deal by L. Kennedy I've talked about the series so many times on here I love it uh, but it is a fake dating but in college so we're we're gonna go a little bit younger with these characters but they bicker back and forth all the time. They're definitely don't like each other, but they've agreed to do this fake dating transaction where she tutors him and then he fakes dates her so that she can get the like the bask one of the basketball players or something to like go out with her or something. So and it's a hockey romance, so college hockey fake dating. There you go. There you go. Those are the tropes. <laughs> well, that's all we've got, folks. So if you like this episode, uh, please find us out there on the socials uh, at Wrong Dust Jackets, primarily Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. We don't have a Twitter. Fuck. I meant to say TikTok. I'll do that, that one. Again. Do that one instead. It's way more fun. And there's no Elon Musk there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No Twitter. TikTok. Um, And then also find us on our website at wrongdustjackets.com. We're uploading blog posts once a week-ish, kind of just whenever we feel like it, uh, for books that we don't talk about on the podcast. So you can find more recommendations and reviews there. That's all we got. Bye, folks. Bye-bye now. Goodbye.